This is Sell Yourself Fearlessly, episode number three, how I start a sales conversation. Welcome again to Sell Yourself Fearlessly, the show for entrepreneurs who love what they do, but hate sales. We're going to help you remove fear and uneasiness when selling your own product or service so that you can uncover more opportunities, spend more time on the things that you enjoy, and ultimately earn the money you deserve. My name is Scott Whitney, and this is a Scott Whitney Academy production. We're broadcasting live from one of our studios here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, we're broadcasting to our Facebook page, by the way. So if you'd like to watch this live, that'd be fantastic. And also, this content, both video and audio versions, will be made available on demand at all your favorite podcast and video distribution platforms. We also got some social media stuff going on as well. All right, let's go ahead and get started. How I start a sales conversation. It has been my experience that the beginning of a sales meeting oftentimes has an adversarial tone to it. In other words, the salespeople are there and they're kind of leaning into you and they're kind of pushing their, their ways on you. And conversely, the prospect is oftentimes physically leaning back in their chair, uh, being standoffish, please don't hurt me, uh, which is a rough way to start a conversation of any kind. Now, most salespeople will bring in a little banter to kind of warm the room up a little bit, a little social lubricant, and that's fine. You have to do a, a little bit of banter. You don't want to just jump into the presentation, but too much banter is not good. Uh, it tends to feel a little fake or uh, inauthentic. And the truth is, you're not trying to be somebody's friend. You're trying to be their helper. You're trying to help solve a problem. So you got to do it, but be careful with the banter. Now, here's a, here's a comment, an observation that I have. And that is, momentum is powerful. And that's why, for example, they say that the best time to ask for a sale is right after you've closed a sale. Because momentum is real. Momentum is palpable. People can sense it in you and you can feel it in yourself. And one of the best ways of demonstrating momentum, of course, is testimonials. That's why people use them. It's great to be able to say, hey, don't listen to me. Here's what other people are saying about me that's positive and that might motivate you to move in our direction. But the thing is about testimonials is I can't open a sales conversation with testimonials. That would be weird. That would be like uh, going on a date with somebody and saying, hey, Jen, here's a list of all the other women who like me. <laughs> I, I think you should like me too. Blink, blink. Yeah, that, that's not a feature. That's not going to go well for you or Jen. <laughs> so don't do that. And then what happens if you don't have any testimonials? Let's say you've just started the business and you don't have anybody you can refer to. Well, here's the good news. If you're meeting with somebody, you now have momentum which makes me very happy. So what we're gonna do is use a technique I call framing. I use this technique to begin all sales conversations, whether it's on the phone or whether I'm meeting with somebody physically. And how does this work? So once we get through the pleasantries, I'm gonna start by saying this. Hey Dave, what was it about that Facebook ad that motivated you to meet with me today? Hey Dave, what was it about our website or our previous call 
or that documentation I sent you that motivated you to meet with me today. And then I remain quiet. His answer is going to tell me exactly what he likes about my product or service. And he's going to do it in his own words. This is huge. Imagine if I said to you, I'm going to help you understand exactly what motivates that prospect before you even talk to him. Most people would say, well, that's very nice of you, Scott. Here is a large stack of money. Uh, and thanks for that insight. Good news is you don't have to send me that large stack of money. You, you get the insight anyways. Now, this guy has just told you what he likes about you. Couple things here. First, he's acting as his own referral. He is telling you, he is referring himself to you in his own voice. He's hearing the person he likes the best, assuming himself, tell you why he likes you. This is monstrous for you. And also, as I mentioned, the insight is a big deal. What do I mean? Well, now as you begin to have your sales talk with them, as you go through your presentation, you now know what you're going to want to emphasize. I'm not saying that you should change your sales talk. You should have a method, a, a, a basic layout of how you're going to have a conversation with people. And you shouldn't change that. But you are absolutely now aware of, hey, at this piece of the sales conversation, he's told me this is specifically important. I'm going to hit it. So this is it. Framing. You are going to frame the sales conversation to be beneficial to you, the salesperson. All right, that's it. Hey, if you have any questions or comments or suggestions even, send the email to podcast at scottwhitneyacademy.com. Again, podcast at scottwhitneyacademy.com. Also, if you like what we're doing, I'm going to ask you to share it. Share it with your friends and your family and colleagues. And then if you like what we're doing, Give us a positive review, five stars, thumbs up, whatever it is at the social media platform or podcast platform that you happen to be using. And finally, if you want more information about our Sell Yourself Fearlessly live training class, I'm going to invite you to go to the Scott Whitney Academy website at scottwhitneyacademy.com and look for the link that says to my fellow entrepreneurs. It's going to give you the best insight about whether or not we would be a fit. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys next time. Now get out there and sell yourself fearlessly.